0: Welcome to the Encouraging Word Podcast. We seek to support listeners in their pursuit of Christ by sharing the Word of God and encouraging a time of personal study, reflection, and prayer. We are imperfect people trying to lose ourselves in the presence of a perfect God. Our sincere hope is that He would speak through us and feed you as only He can. Join us in this pursuit, opening your heart and your mind to the life-changing power of the gospel. If you would like to hear more about the gospel or need someone to pray with you, you can reach us at benjamin at pmppodcast.com. During a conversation with my brother the other day, we tried to nail down some of the roots of the sin in our lives. Without fail, we seem to circle back around to pride and idolatry. They are natural partners, feeding into one another and producing more and more sin as they grow. If you dig deep enough into sin, both of these things are sure to be lurking at the heart of the problem. Why do we experience such hurt when we are rejected by a potential romantic interest? Two possibilities come to mind. Either we think to ourselves, I am a catch. I am good looking, kind, patient, funny, intelligent. How could this person not see this? How blind or foolish they must be. Or perhaps we have built love up in our hearts and minds as something that will give us purpose, that will heal past hurts and inspire us to new and incredible adventures. Why do we experience road rage when someone cuts us off? Because one, we have come to a place where work or family has become our ultimate focus and anything that interrupts our ability to be present, productive, and punctual threatens to diminish us in their eyes and therefore must be fought. Or two, we fail to recognize the times when we cut in and out, desperately trying to make deadlines or rush home. We conceptualize ourselves as safe and efficient drivers, never imagining that we are guilty of the same potentially dangerous behavior behind the wheel. What happens when we let pride and idolatry go unchecked? Let me give you an example that happened to me this week. I am occasionally evaluated at work on certain skill sets. Generally, I do very well on these. This particular skill seems to come easily to me, so much so that I am sometimes a little perplexed as to why others struggle so much with it. This past week we had one such assessment, and I went into it so sure of the outcome that I barely gave it a passing thought. Not two minutes into the assessment, my situation had radically changed. For some reason, I was struggling more than I ever had. One misstep after another seemed to pile up. Again and again I worked through the process as I have hundreds of times and again and again failure. What started as surprise became frustration. Frustration gave way to confusion and in no time at all, confusion gave way to despair. I found myself pleading with God to come to my aid, to help me to make a miraculous turnaround. Before I was given the results I already knew it was the worst I had ever done in an assessment. God didn't swoop in and save the day, He didn't give me the strength and wisdom that I felt He had promised to me should I call out to Him. As they shared my score with me, two things seemed to ring out in my mind. One, I had been more boastful in the days preceding this assessment than I had ever before, both vocally and in my heart. I had laughed off questions about how I was feeling about taking it and hadn't dedicated any real time to preparing for it. And two, I realized that the only reason I could feel so absolutely crushed is if I had made my performance on this assessment synonymous with my worth as a person. I had used my good history of skill as validation for feeling not only accomplished, but superior to my colleagues. So what was the solution? It wasn't the false humility that says, I am useless, what a horrible job I've done. It wasn't false modesty that says, oh that was my worst score ever, but it's okay, it it doesn't really matter. All the while letting feelings of inadequacy eat away at my heart. No, praise God he chose to answer my prayer for wisdom and strength in the right time the moment when I had to decide how I was going to process this score. Instead of helping me to nurse an ungodly ego, the Spirit spoke this to my heart. Ben, you are loved and cherished more than you can possibly understand. My power is made perfect in your weakness. You matter to me because I created you in my image, and you have answered my call to become my son, not because you can score well on an arbitrary assessment. We are told in 1 Peter 5, 6-7 to humble yourselves then under God's mighty hand so that he will lift you up in his own good time. Leave all your worries with him because he cares for you. Please do not caught up in the trap of a prosperity-focused interpretation of this verse. When it says, so that he may lift you up in his own good time, it is referring to our hearts, not our standing amongst men. I don't know how I'm going to do on the next assessment. There are some things that can profoundly affect it that are outside my control. What I do know is that I am going to ask that God give me humility before momentary victory. Of course, I would like to do well. God calls us to work heartily and to do our best work. But I want a heart that would trade all of the perfect scores in the world for an assurance based in Christ. Lord Heavenly Father, We thank you for all that you are and all that you have done. God, it is so easy to let our hearts search for validation outside of you. Again and again you put us into positions to relearn the simple and yet so difficult to accept truth that your love and grace are sufficient for all our needs. We want to thank you, Lord, for loving us in spite of our incessant need to put other things and persons above you and for your willingness to run to us with open arms each and every time. We ask, God, that you would continue to work in our hearts, making us more and more like Christ, completely preoccupied with your glory. Lord, search out and destroy the idols of our heart and help us to put on true humility, leaving behind this self-deprecating and unhealthy humility that comes so naturally to us. We ask these things in your holy name. Amen.